Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Date Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, and I'm a green smoothie enthusiast, a radical self-care advocate, and a dating mindset coach for ambitious women looking for a deep and meaningful romantic partnership. Each week, you'll hear me answer a frequently asked question from this community, interview experts in the field, or work directly with the caller as I coach them through a dating or relationship obstacle they're facing. I give practical advice and tangible action that you can apply to your own life so you can learn how to treat yourself the way you want to be treated and get into the relationship you desire and deserve. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number 60 of Date Yourself Radio. Woohoo, episode 60. I feel like this is a milestone and I couldn't be more excited to celebrate this milestone than today's guest. And it's funny about having a podcast, and I think I might even say this in the interview, but sometimes I feel like having a podcast is just a selfish excuse for me to talk to all these amazing women and just getting their insight and their advice on all their, you know, different areas of their life that they're experts on that I know nothing about. And for me, style is one of them. I feel like I used to be more into style, but lately, I don't know if it's because I've gotten older or because I work from home, style has been, and not even just style, just liking what I wear and what I own has been such a struggle for me. I walk into my closet every morning and I'm just like, oh, should I just wear the same yoga pants all the time and the same shirts? I literally probably wear about 20% of my wardrobe 80% of the time. So that 80-20 principle right there. And I want to have more inspiration in my style. This is definitely something that I want to work on over the next year or so. Um, But I'm so excited to share Crystal's knowledge and expertise with you because I think it'll really help you to um, just to feel more confident because, you know, style isn't just about having the right brand of clothes or just looking a certain way, but it's really can be an external um, expression of your confidence and how you feel about yourself. And, and, and that's really what Crystal tries to hone in on when she works with her clients and really the theme of our conversation in today's podcast. So just a little bit about Crystal. She is a celebrity wardrobe stylist and is the founder of exocrystalcave.com. She's an international business award winner, public speaker, and TV host at Crystal Cave TV. She's been featured on CBS, The Huffington Post, Mind Body Green, NBC, The CW, and many more. And as a former celebrity stylist, Crystal's goal is to help women feel like a style icon both inside and out. She's worked on the teams behind some of the biggest celebrities and brands, including Taylor Swift, Mercedes, Kate Upton, and Nike from New York to LA. She now utilizes those skills to help high-achieving women become style icons in their own right. 
All right. So I think you can tell this is going to be a great episode, especially if you just want to feel more confident and really have your style reflect that confidence or at least reflect the way that you want to feel maybe on a date or when you're talking to another man. And I think you're really going to love it. So as you're listening, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Do you hate trying to figure out what to wear? And do you stand looking at your closet for maybe just what feels like hours every single morning trying to figure out what something new or cute or expressive that you want to wear without just wearing the same thing over and over again? And do you cover yourself up and not let yourself be seen through your style? Do you know what to wear on a first date or a big date so you can feel most like yourself and most confident? Do you know what inspires you? What colors and patterns and shapes inspire you? Do you think that caring about your style makes you vain or shallow? And do you know how you want your clothes to make you feel? All right, so consider these questions as we listen in. And before we get to the interview, one more thing. If you have not taken a few minutes to fill out the survey that I'm sending out to this community, please take five minutes and do that. And it's probably going to be much less than five minutes, but it's really designed for me to help help me help you. I don't just talk into my mic every week and send out a blog post every week just because I have nothing else to do, but I truly, it is my passion down to the marrow of my bones to help you live a happier, healthier, more fulfilled life and be madly in love while doing it. And I, so I want to make sure that I am supporting you in all the ways that you need to be supported to best make that happen. So to complete the survey, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash survey. I'll have the link in the show notes. So you can just tap the podcast, um, the full screen, just tap the podcast, the, the icon of this podcast, and then it'll show all the links and clickable links. And you can just click that and take the survey straight from your smartphone as you're listening in to this podcast. And I just wanted to remind you that everyone who submits a survey will be entered to win one of two free 30-minute coaching sessions with me. And if you've never done coaching before, you've never experienced it, it really does change your life. A lot more than what just reading a self-help book or taking an online e-course can do because it really helps me or it really helps you to um, have someone to see what your blind spots or what's blocking you or kind of what's figuring out what's you know, how or why you're getting in your own way. And in fact, I often say that 30 minutes with me is far more effective and helpful than hours reading any self-help book. Even the best self-help book can only take you so far if you have no idea how it applies for you or how to implement it into your life. So again, to win a coaching session with me, please fill out a survey or my survey at veronicagrant.com forward slash survey and good luck. And again, thank you for allowing me to better help and serve you. All right, so let's get right into my interview with Chris. you all. We are back on the show and I have got Crystal Cave with me. Welcome to the show, Crystal. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to, um, to, to have you on the show today. And, um, you know, what's really funny about having a podcast is that it's just really an excuse for me to talk to people and ask questions that I have. And, <laughs> um, and I, <laughs> I feel like this is one area in my life where like, I really, I am clueless. <laughs> so I am so excited that, I mean, definitely, I know I'll learn something, but I'm pretty sure that all the listeners will learn a lot too about style and fashion and all of that kind of fun stuff. Um, but before we awesome. get there, I would love to hear just, um, well, first, I mean, just tell us a little bit about what you do and, you know, like the, uh, the Cliff Notes version or the long version, if you really want, <laughs> on, on how you got to be doing what you're doing now. Yeah. So, I mean, ironically, I was someone who I always admired fashion, but didn't know how to bring it to myself <laughs> growing up. Um, I always felt like really just like my body was always an incumbent to it all. Um, and I continued, I like went to business school. I have a master's in advertising and went out into the corporate world. Um, I like was actually pretty successful pretty early on. And like, I like was 
the top producing person, um, like the busiest building. So it was like really interesting, but I've like come to realize it was just really the universe conspiring to bring me onto the path that I think I was truly meant to be because I wasn't like 100% happy. You know, I think, and something just didn't like sit with me. So, mm-hmm. um, I ended up, I was on jury duty. I came back and lost my job, <laughs> and which oh, is wow. not legal. Um, oh but it was an intervention from the universe. And I had been looking and it's like, sometimes, you know, we're doing things because we're told we're supposed to do that. Or we think it's just part of this path, whatever it is. And I was really scared because throughout college and even in high school, I started to learn how to style myself and really loved fashion. I was like planning fashion shows. I was part of one of the founding members of a fashion business organization in college. And I like had started my career being like, I don't have any of this in this. Like what is going on? (laughs) I even went to grad school. I picked my program because it had a fashion concentration in it. And, you know, what ended up happening is I lost my job. And within a couple months, I flew from New York to LA and went to wardrobe styling school. And within like a couple days of me getting back to New York, I started just working. And um, I was so happy. (laughs) It was great. I'm like, you can like, you don't even have to feed me. I will like work wherever because I just really loved doing it. But then a matter of time, like obviously I got more experience and pretty quickly um, into my career, actually, I got an offer from the top stylist here in Hollywood. There's actually a list from Hollywood Reporter, like the 25 most powerful stylists. Most people would know Rachel Zoe. She's on that list typically. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was someone else who was um, styling one of the top pop stars in the world. So I moved across the country and continued on my celebrity styling career. And it was during that time that I was actually in a um, an accident and lost all the vision in my left eye. I've had four eye surgeries since then. I can see out of my eye. So, like, do not worry about my, my eye. But <laughs> I do say I have to had to, like, lose my vision to see the vision for my life because I could have seen myself going, like, being an assistant and then going up to key styling, like, the traditional styling career trajectory like everyone else because I loved it so much but you know it was also tiring like 16 hour days on set is a lot it doesn't leave much for like in life and I ended up I was stuck in my hometown for like four months laying in my bed and I had wanted to start a blog and this is like I still feel like the universe always conspires for think to kind of redirect me when something's not quite right but I like am scared to do it myself (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for sure. And it was during that time that I actually started to get into a little bit of like the personal development world and like Marie Forleo's B school. I had joined that and I within, you know, a few months of coming back to LA did a photo shoot and um started what was a blog at the time, Exo Crystal Cave, which is now my company website. And over the last couple of years, um well, it's more than a couple of years at this point. It's <laughs> felt like a couple of years. Um, I, the last two years, I've been running um, my signature online style program. It was called Not So Skinny Style School. I really was focused more in like the plus size sector of sorts. But for me, my journey within style has really been about loving and accepting myself. And four years ago, when I originally moved to LA and I was, you know, recovering from my eye surgeries and Um, you know, actually getting in more into the personal development sector, I joined this program. And one of the first things was to like, wear clothing that made you feel good. And I was like, Oh, really? (laughs) Because I had always been like, you know, I wore a lot of black, I was a New Yorker after all. Yeah. And it was just really crazy how really quickly I started to realize like, I was actually not expressing myself through style. And so I started my website as a blog, it was really about just talking about the connection between like almost like the soul based approach to style, like our souls and our style and how that was all related to my own body and personal development journey. So fast forward a few years now, I now, um, I moved back to New York now I'm back in LA and I have, um, relaunched my style school, um, Basically, I realized that for me, not so skinny was creating a divisiveness where it was just another word for plus size. I truly believe like we shouldn't be basing our style around our size. It's about our Mm self-expression. And that's really what the mission has been of my style school. 
from the beginning. So I run what is now Styacon Academy, which has been really exciting to step into that. And I also, because of my marketing and branding background, um, I also work with a lot of entrepreneurs and work on like their personal image and their overall visual branding to really help them express their style in all areas of their life. Because I truly feel that like our clothing and our actual like personal clothing style is just a further reflection of all the areas of our lives and style is reflected in like everything that we do. So that's the long and short of my story of where I am today. Oh, I, I love that. That's, that's, um, it's so interesting. So how, um, how do you then you begin to find your, your style? If you're, if you just kind of like wear yes. whatever, like, how do you begin to think, no, this is really me. Like this is reflects who yeah. I am. So, I mean, like I can also speak from my own experience yeah, sure. at first when I started to find my style, like I had watched what not to wear. So it was more about like the body type focus mm-hmm. and like having it fit with your body and I realized that it, like just made me focus more on my body instead of actually finding my style. So how do you like truly find your style? <laughs> I feel is starting to figure out like what actually inspires you. So I can give um, everyone a couple tips. Like I have um, kind of devised like style into five different style archetypes based on like what we used to do with um, a lot of the celebrities that we've worked with and a lot of the different brands is they really fell into like one different type of archetype and then mm-hmm. and it, they kind of made it them own their own. So I have like a five style archetype quiz on my website. Everyone can check out if they want. Um, I think of them as the spice girls, like each of the spice girls actually had their own individual style <laughs> and their own self, even if they don't fit in with like all of these different style archetypes I have, like, I call them like my spice girls of like finding your style. And so it's like what spice works for you really. Um, And, you know, also again with like the same idea with body types, I don't want people to feel like they're trapped into one specific style. You know, I tend to be a little bit more glam. There's probably no like surprise that (laughs) I was attracted to Hollywood. Like I've just always loved entertainment. I grew up in the music business. My family's in the music business. So I just like, I've always really loved like that little extra sparkle. If you go to my website, I do have some pictures of glitter. It is very sparkly. It's a very sparkly. Yeah. All those links, by the way, for everyone listening will be in the show notes. So you can get that in the podcast player. So great. Yeah. So, I mean, like the first thing I think is really just figuring out like what really inspires you. So you can simply just make a Pinterest board of everything that inspires you from like vacation destinations to like, you know, patterns that you like, or if you like tile, like certain tiles, like I was really um, into like Marrakesh tile for a while. So like I pinned that on my own like style board and that influenced just like that feeling that I was going for. I think it's really great to like start to see what you're actually attracted to and what colors excite you just by looking on the Pinterest board. It's like one of the best inventions I think has ever existed (laughs) as Pinterest. Um, And really the first thing is just, it's about really inspiring yourself and figuring out what inspires you in all the areas of your life. And then you start to see those colors and patterns and can start to bring that into your style. And then I think finding out your style archetype is also an additional great way to start to help you narrow it down a little bit. Because what I find what happens is like, we get so caught up in trends instead of finding a sustainable style that we're like, okay, I'm going to just like go purchase stuff all the time, right? right. <laughs> which, you know, is great. But also, you know, you have to be clear on your style first, or that stuff's never going to get worn. And I think that's what happens a lot of time, especially when we focus on our body type first. So, you know, my methodology is really about getting clear on like what really inspires you first, and then working with your body, because we all have unique bodies. So I like really have like a non body type focused. <laughs> approach, which I think helps us actually appreciate our bodies more because we're just expressing ourselves. Um, I also have a third tip of what people can do. Um, It's kind of a sense Have you talked um, on your podcast ever about like core desired feelings or things like around that? Yeah, yeah. I've especially and, you know, people either who've worked with me or or have been listening for a long time know that like I ask women to trash their perfect man list and instead think about how they want their relationship to make them feel. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Same idea. Great. So 
kind of, we're going to do the same idea for style and your okay. style inspiration. I like, I like that. So yeah, like just, you know, take a journal and start to write around how you really want to feel in your style. Like if it's helpful, I know some people it's more helpful to like imagine themselves like walking into a room, like how are they feeling where they feel their most confident and um, like vibrant self. So really getting clear on like what those feelings are. And what you want will help you when you go into your closet, even tomorrow, or go into a store and go shopping for yourself. Um, And I actually will sometimes take it a step further. And I have like a name that I give my set of core desired feelings, which I call like my my style alter ego. (laughs) And it helps me just like really key into that. And for a while, it was like I wasn't quite, you know, that. So mine is called Blair Waldorf. Because I really want to embody like feminine power. I want to, you know, stand in the world as myself and um, really just be seen for myself. And it's actually less to do about style and Blair Waldorf style, but that was just like my reference because I always felt she embodied <laughs> how I wanted to feel, like what I had written out. So anytime, like my photographer knows if I say, um, I want to feel like Blair Waldorf and we'll like use references to that too. (laughs) Um, Cause that's how I want to feel. It's just like really embodied and just fully myself and self-expressed. And I like giving the alter ego name just because for me, it was like a quick way to like reference a whole set of feelings in like two words, Blair Waldorf. (laughs) It's kind of fun. (laughs) Um, and of course, part of that feeling is for me is also like the fun and vibrancy that I feel like she always had. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's kind of like the third aspect they can go to start exploring their style inspiration. I love that. Um, lots of super actionable, um, uh, actionable tips. Um, yes. One thing I want to circle back to is yeah. you mentioned that, um, you don't believe really in dressing for, your body type and this is like against like every single fashion magazine including even like yoga journal which has like find the perfect pants (laughs) for your type and I'm like yoga journal seriously Uh, (laughs) um so I would love to hear just a little bit more about that yeah Um, this is where the curse words may start coming out my my audience knows that yeah great Um, so I basically feel like the fashion industry has set us up to fail. And this is coming from someone who is currently working on a clothing collection. Um, and I honestly feel like we're approaching everything backwards by focusing on our body type because style is self-expression. So if you're Mm -hmm. focusing on your body type first and like what fits it right, you're actually going about it all backwards. I feel and Mm -hmm. body knowing how to like, actually dress yourself (laughs) and what actually works for your body is a part of the process, but I don't think it should be the main focus. And I mean, I Googled how to dress for your body type a few months ago. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was surprised it was only 20 million (laughs) things that came up on Google, but you know, it actually may have even been more. Um, but I remember I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's so many articles. This is insane. And I always think it's funny because people are always like, I want to dress my body or whatever. And it actually like creates this relationship where it's focused on our body and like what's wrong and like, you know, trying to cover things up where really it's not supposed to be about that with style. Style is self-expression. I feel like I'll say that a million times until Mm -hmm. I die. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, I get so freaking, I kind of held myself back there from cursing. (laughs) I get so fucking like sick and tired every time I see this because I feel like it's just a quick fix. It's not really like sustainable style and we're not actually getting clear on like what lights us up and what excites us. So, yeah, I mean, I could go on a lot more. So (laughs) what questions do you have around this too? Okay. So like, let's say like I'm trying to find an outfit. Let's say it's like for a date or um, maybe you're going to an event or something. Like, where do you start from? Like, where do you start to figure out what you're going to wear? Yeah. So my true belief is that we should know our style first before you actually go out and shop everything, anything. And before you figure out how things work with your body type. So if you're actually like going to an event or something, 
what really should be done first is that framework of getting clear on like what your style is. And then you'll know, Mm -hmm. like it's easy for you to go into your closet and into a store and be like, okay, I have this like event and this is what I have to wear. And I have nothing in my closet to match it. Like I'm going to do something, you know, this type of dress and you'll go into the store and you'll be pretty clear about what Mm -hmm. type of dress you're looking for. Like you can look Mm -hmm. online too, since so many things are online now instead of in the stores. Um, And so by already having your style like keyed in on, you'll actually be able to like go into stores with more efficiency or go online with more efficiency because you know what works for you and what's actually your style instead of like spending like hours upon hours in a store so confused as to like, you know, should I do this or that? I can't find this. You know, it allows you to really just get more clear on what you want so you can bring that into your wardrobe. Got it. And what's like, you know, you said that like your body type was like a part of the process. And I'm just kind of curious because, um, you know, for my listeners who don't know what I look like, I'm relatively short and I have, um, I have like, I have pretty big boobs, a pretty narrow waist. And so a lot of those like really like, like boho hippie type of shirts that I think are gorgeous, Maybe it's just, you can tell me, like, is that a limiting belief to think that I can't wear that? Because it just, I feel like it just makes me look like, I don't know, I'm pregnant or something. Um, so yeah, like, those things how are does, pretty flowy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how does that, like, I don't know, I'm just trying to, um, to wrap yeah, my you, mind, like, around, like, you know, how to balance, like, you know, okay, so maybe that's not my body type, or maybe it's a limiting belief. And like, if I really wanted to, I could pull it off. Right. So like the one thing I explore a lot with my clients, like in my program, um, Style Icon Academy is really this idea of like, well, is it actually your style or like, you know, getting clear on how you actually want to dress. And some of that is like getting rid of this traditional idea of like, I need to look a certain way in my clothing. And I personally, like, I think it's about finding like what silhouette you really like. And so silhouette is different than body type. Um, Mm. and it's funny, it was like reiterated to me last summer when I was in Italy, um, for a design program, they were like, you know, figure out what your key silhouette is. And I'm like, Oh, this is like what I do with my clients. That's so, that's such, that's such a great genius way to look at it. Like what silhouette do you want versus like, what's your body type? I love that. Yeah. And by the things you're pinning and everything, you can probably pretty much see like, you know, if you go through like certain dresses or whatever you like, you can really see like how, you like the stuff you're drawn to like how it's actually balanced on a woman's body for me Mm -hmm. I like I like like an hourglass silhouette but it's not because of anything more than like I like symmetry Mm -hmm. (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and that's my own like probably like pseudo (laughs) OCD-ish style like way of liking it but you know I also will wear things that are more flowy and like for me for example when I have tops like that are a little more flowy I do something to create more structure so whether it's a belt which brings in like to you know accentuate the waist essentially or like I'll have a structured blazer I'll put on top of it so there's ways to like actually work with the clothing to have it like work with the silhouette you want does that make sense yeah yeah no that makes a lot of sense so do you have other like um, maybe just like, I don't know, laws of style or rules of style, like, um, you know, a belt goes with that or like pattern goes with that pattern. Do you have any other just, just like that you can riff off like that? Yeah. I mean, well, sometimes I'm like, fuck the rules. Really. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's um, true. I think it's really nice though to learn the rules and then like right. do what you want. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because like, I kind of do both of those things. I'm like, okay, okay, so this is like generally what, you know, the style tip would be, but like, if that doesn't feel quite right, you can modify it. So like, I always say like, you know, those super thin, you should like really have a belt that's like, between half an inch and two inches. Like that's always my suggestion, even with belts Mm -hmm. getting specific like that. But, you know, I also break that rule, (laughs) you know, like, um, and even like with patterns, um, a lot of times people want to know how to like mix patterns because it's kind of fun to like play it up and like do something different. Yeah. And the fast, like the, the quick rule with that is like, 
a large pattern with a smaller pattern. Yes, I actually, and that I actually knew that. I actually knew that. <laughs> I did which... put that on Instagram the other week too, so maybe maybe that's where I saw <laughs> that it. That's where you saw it, but um, you know, I feel like that's the general rule of thumb. Yeah. So it's like not too like unknown, but I think not everybody knows it either. Right. And like I have days where I put like a large print with a large print or like two small prints, and like it still works fine. Mm-hmm. As like for me, it's like about like the whole story and that Mm. everything like works together. So, you know, if I'm doing a lot of patterns on my dress, like I might, you know, have more of like a nude heel and it's like about, you know, really not like toning it down, but just like that balance amongst um, how much brightness you see. And then sometimes like, you know, I might like have like 50 different colors on. (laughs) So it's really like, I dress a lot for like how I want to feel too. Um, Mm -hmm. I think style is a really great way to like up your mood and make you like feel super amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's for you to feel amazing, not anyone else. That's what's really important for me. Um, And that's also like important. That's what I impart to like everyone I talk to. And also just like for myself every day, I'm like, okay, is this making me feel great? Like I'm not, if I find myself going into something of like, oh, should I be wearing this? Like, no, F the shoulds. <laughs> um, kind of like F the rules. Yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes we have to like experiment with the rules to see whether it works for us or not. Right. Um, but then you can start to, I think by like kind of knowing the structure, you can then start to feel more confident to give yourself permission to break some of those rules. Yeah. Too. Do you have any tips um, on like specifically yeah. to feel more confident in what you're wearing? So I, I had a question in our Facebook group um, a couple of weeks ago. Well, by the time this airs, probably like a month ago. Um, <laughs> and um, she was saying how she feels, you know, really confident. Like she loves an outfit, like feels really good. And then she goes out and just the confidence just like melts away. Yeah. Um, do you have any I mean, is that, is that like, is that signifying a disconnect between like what her real style is or is there something else that's going on? No, I mean, honestly, you know, of course, without talking to her and like specifically coaching her through this, like I'm filling in the blanks here. Right, right, right. right. um, So like take this like with a pseudo grain of salt too. Like I'm not like I haven't talked to this woman, but my guess most of the times when things like that happen is we're actually, it's more like our inner being and that mm-hmm. we need to work on because it's more about like, you know, and I even can speak from my own experience in this area. Like I'd wear something and then I'd go out and like start to feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, what's going on? And it's like either some, it's either that you're like a little feeling a little unsteady of like truly being seen. I find that's like really what happens mm. a lot of time. Like we start mm. stepping into it and then we're like, what the F I want to go hide yeah. in my house. Yeah. Even though I feel awesome. Yeah. Um, like I think that's like really the biggest thing that happened. And like, you know, the other part of it could also be like a body disconnect in some capacity too, where it's like the being seen is triggering something deeper of, you know, like are people staring at me or, you know, that's like the biggest one. I feel like I always hear from women. Um, and yeah. I laugh because like, I totally was that woman for yeah. years and it still happens every once in a while too. Like, you know, with just moving back to LA, I'd been in um, upstate New York for a couple of years. Cause I'd taken most of my business virtual and, um, was like, I'm going to buy a house. And I started to get like, so like housebound almost there. Um, because it just was like, not my, best place to live and it taught me a lot of lessons and now I'm in LA which is like truly feeling so aligned um and you know I'm here again so I kind of know the land a little bit right right. Um, yeah and then I felt myself getting like I looked you know I looked and most importantly felt great and I was like going to an event with people I know like a couple weeks ago and I'm like I sat in the car and I was like oh my god I'm like so nervous to like go in there like and started getting like a little self-conscious around it. And I just like, I did call a friend. I think having friends for support that can really like let you just speak what's going on and what's inside is so great having that support system. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm having like some visibility issues right now and I just need to be heard and like be witnessed right now. And I ended up going and having a great time (laughs) at the event. Nice. Um, 
And it's interesting because, you know, we do teach what we need to learn sometimes. Oh, I like 100% (laughs) believe that. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's not as frequent for me. You Mm -hmm. know, I think how I used to cover up my insecurity was like by overdoing it and like being like, look at me, I'm so fabulous a little bit like in college I'm thinking of of it because I was like I'm in the fashion club I need to look fashionable I'm like now I'm like what the heck were you thinking Crystal but like I honor that old chapter of my life because it brought me to where I am now but it is like funny to me sometimes to look back on that and be like oh my gosh that was kind of funny because I was like so insecure I was like peacocking to like overcompensate it or something yeah so yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's um, a really good, I was just saying you, that's a really good point you brought up about just afraid of being seen. I know this happens a lot. Like, um, I've had a couple of clients who've lost a lot of weight and then they start getting mm-hmm. attention. Um, and they have that, it's almost the same fear. Just like, they're like, they're getting attention that like they never yeah. had before and just being seen. Um, yeah, it can definitely bring up all kinds of stuff. So yeah. That's why I'm a huge job. Yeah, I think it's really a coach to help yeah. you work through that stuff. Yeah. Like, and I think also just more immediately, like, you know, if you do have, like, I think a coach is really great to guide you through sure. that, that transition of like really stepping more into that level of confidence. And then mm-hmm. also furthermore supporting that with like women that totally get you and can yes. support you, yeah. even if they haven't gone through it is so like sisterhood has been so integral in my life and something that I really have structured into my own business because of how integral it was. So, you know, I, I agree with you a hundred percent about the coach and then also like encourage women to really find their people that get them like their little girls squad in a non clicky way. It's, Um, it's so, that's so important. I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huge part of my life as, as well. Um, so I want to shift gears a little bit and talk yeah. a little bit about shopping. So let's say that like, and this is obviously speaking from my own personal experience. Like I said, this is just an excuse for me to, my podcasting excuse for me to talk to awesome people all the time <laughs> <laughs> um, who are experts in their field. But um, yeah. let's say hypothetically, although of course it's really me, um, you like hate yeah. everything in your closet other than your yoga clothes. I love my yoga clothes. Okay. Um, but other than that, like, they're comfy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. They're the best. Um, so, um, what do you do? Like if you just feel like you don't really like anything, um, and you feel like you just need to start over and buy a new wardrobe, but like, you're not also interested in spending like, you know, thousands of dollars to replace all your clothes. So, um, cause you know, I, I like might buy something that I like, Oh, I really love this, but I just feel like it's just like a drop in the bucket of like a sea of clothes that I'm just like, eh. yeah. So what do you do? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's so funny because I've had women that like went through my style school and they're uh-huh. like, I'm really scared to get rid of stuff. Cause I don't want to be naked. I don't like anything in my closet. Oh my God. <laughs> I, like, I have the same fear. Yeah. I'm like, if I got rid of everything I didn't like, like, I don't know if I would have enough clothes to, to wear. I mean, right. I, I would cause I have yoga clothes, but <laughs> right. <laughs> in but terms of other really parts of my life. Expression of your style. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, you might not want to go to a networking event unless it's at a yoga studio, maybe, <laughs> yeah. like your yoga pants. Um, exactly. So, yeah, where do you really start with this? So the first thing I think, again, going back to that inspiration is getting clear mm-hmm. on, like, what you really want your style to be before you get rid of anything. Yeah. Um, and I actually will recommend having kind of, like, transitional clothing. So, like, clothing that you'll keep in your closet. It still, like, makes you feel decent. But, like, mm-hmm. until you're replacing the items, you still have some things right to wear yeah so i'm glad you're wearing i'm glad you're saying this because like i've been reading um you know um marie khan and i'm like oh my god i have to throw away everything like (laughs) but i'm glad you're telling me that it's okay right so i do believe that everything in your closet should spark joy like she says in that book I also, I know one of my clients read the, her book and started organizing. And just so everyone knows, the book, yeah. the book we're talking about is um, the magic. Oh my God, what is the magic of the tidying, magic of tidying up? Magic of tidying up. It's a great book. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. continue. I like skimmed the book because I kind of already did that myself, and okay. I like talked to people who read, but I own the book. It's funny. Um, like that's probably an area I should tidy up is all my extra books that I haven't read, but like yeah, <laughs> I yeah. wanted to or actually read them. Um, but for uh, like for me, I feel like we should all have our own like curated boutique when we go to our closet in the morning. Like it mm-hmm. should feel like you know 
I came into your closet and picked out everything just for you. And it's like all organized. So you can easily like go into it. It's like your most dreamlike boutique that you could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, and that takes time to curate that boutique that you're yeah. going into. So that's why like first and foremost, like, yes, you can totally be extreme, but I think that goes to like, you know, what we're all again, like, you know, where I'm like F the body types, like F these like extreme makeover shows. Like I do VIP days where I shop with clients, but you know, I work with them after because it's like, yeah, you can get a bunch of clothing, but it really, it's not like a quick fix too. Mm -hmm. Like there's actually like stuff you need to do before, like getting clear on your style and what you truly want out of it. And then you can like start to integrate the clothing and, um, it's like kind of like what happened after Cinderella found her prince too. Mm. <laughs> like if, um, what happens after you find your clothing, like you need to keep wearing it every day and you need to keep, you know, it's yeah. kind of like almost like I hate the word maintenance. I need to find a better word than that. But like, it's the idea, like I always call it, it's like maintaining your wardrobe and mm. you're continually evolving in your style. Like at this point I feel like no shame getting rid of anything in my closet if it no longer works with me. And putting it aside, I've had clients that, like, had a lot of what I find a lot. Like, a lot of my clients tend to be ones that, like, have, they're, like, a size 14 or 16, and they're waiting to lose weight to, like, fit into those 8 or 10s that they had before that they have, like, in a storage area or something. And, like, mm-hmm. the best thing I do find is when people are, like, so I'm going to stop waiting and, like, living in my style now. But, like, you do have to figure out your style first before you start getting rid of everything. So I probably said that in 50 different ways, but ultimately that's what it is. No, like I, I, I totally, I totally get that. And, um, I think that's, that's really good advice. I haven't even thought about that. I just like look at one thing at a time, but you're saying like, look at your, your closet as like more of like a collection, like of of items that, you know, can, can go together and, you know, get countless outfits from. I love the word curation. Like Mm -hmm. I really love just like curating your own collection. Like we should curate our space that we're in and have that reflect our style. We should also curate our closets. And I think, you know, we had talked about before we got to this idea of like what to save and what to splurge on. Yeah. Like I feel like we can obviously like a good part to talk about is like actually in our closets like what do we spend more money on and what don't we and first and foremost it really does come down to our priorities so for me like I really want well quality like you know well really good quality shoes and Mm -hmm. for me that's where I will spend more money I want also good purses that stand the test of time because I tend to like beat mine up a little bit (laughs) so like those are like two areas where I personally have chosen to invest a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then for myself, as far as like what I actually invest in with like clothing, clothing is typically like the, a lot of my dresses that I wear, um, like I love wrap dresses. So I'll spend a little bit more on getting like a great universally able to be used dress. So like I have this one red wrap dress. And I remember when I first got it, um, it was a few years ago and I like wear it all the time. It's like my, I put it on and like, I get a million compliments, even like, I don't put it on to get the compliments obviously, but mm-hmm. it's always like baffling to me. Cause I'm like, Oh, I just like was feeling that I wanted to wear my red dress today. And, um, it just like brings us like inner, like crystal out that like just makes me feel so myself in the world. And mm-hmm. so like dresses like that, that, I like the silhouette that it creates and it's a great color. Like that's something that I love um, investing in are like really great staples trend items. I do not spend a lot of money on. Mm. It's like a no go. <laughs> like Hell no. What's a trend um, item? Like what would that be? So it's something that's like a little bit more like it's going to, you're probably going to want to throw it out in a couple of years. So okay. um, like classic, dresses like a wrap dress I spend a little bit more money on um like I might spend I don't know sometimes I'm actually really good at like getting deals too (laughs) so like I probably don't have a realistic um timeline on it but I think that's also great too because I'm like okay I really want some great basics so like I um have one of our style school alumni she actually went and spent six hundred dollars on an entirely new wardrobe at a thrift store and she has all this clothing now And it's really just about, like, she had 
great key pieces that worked with her. And so for me, like trend items tend to be more like costume jewelry for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I actually am a big promoter of, you've probably seen this cause I know you follow my Instagram, um, Lux 30. Mm-hmm. I love them yeah. because every 30 days I'm getting a new <laughs> box of like three pieces of jewelry that I can integrate. And for me, the glam archetype is a little more trend oriented. So I play with trends a little bit more, but for me, it's more about like, you know, not the, I'm not going to spend a lot of money on the trends um, yeah, that makes sense. because they'll be gone in a couple years. So like right now, pink is actually a big trend, but that's also like a color that's very clearly, if you go on anything I do, like a part of my wardrobe. Yeah. So like for me, even though it might be a little trendy, pink is a reflection of my own style. So, um, I would actually maybe spend a little bit more on something that would be right now a trend piece, but I'll still wear in five years. So I think it's really getting clear on that style and what it is. And trends, I think, are a great way to help you start to, like, stretch yourself in your style a little bit. So, like, jewelry and makeup are a really great first place to, like, start to be a little more bold if you're not someone that, like, wants to go out in, like, a red wrap dress like I was referencing before. Like, yeah. You know, you could, like, find, like, a hot pink necklace or something that feels, like, really edgy for you if that's where you're at and put that on first. And that's, like, a little bit, you know, maybe it'll be a little more trendy right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are, like, almost, like, small, like, gateway baby steps into, like, really, like, finding the full expression of your style. I think trend items are great. Um, Most of the stuff that you'll find in stores are trend items, which is a problem. And so then what also are, why I think we've... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Well, I was going to just say, like, I also think why there's such a focus on body type because it keeps us buying. Oh, yeah. And keeping us, like, always searching for more with trend items. Now, I'm always shopping partially because it's my career, but also, like, I maybe do, like, a shop for myself, like, twice a year. That's, like, a little bit more of, like, my own wardrobe update. Um I'm not shopping all the time, but it also depends on like how you do things. Like I'm the type of person that like I'm much better doing things and like and batching it together mm-hmm. um, all at once versus like over time. Sometimes it's different for me. Um, but I think, you know, what I, I do find is that the trends and um, I will still encourage everyone to like express themselves through trends. I think that's how we modernize our wardrobes from season to season. But I also do feel like it can set us up into that consumerism trap. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'll get off my soapbox now. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> like really box. interesting. I've done a lot of like soul searching around fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. It's, it's, it's so, this is like, like we're moving in a couple of months and like once we move and get settled, like this is an area of my life that I really want to focus on because ever since being an entrepreneur, like all I have in my closet is yoga clothes and my old work clothes. Um, so this is definitely a big project on the horizon for me soon. Um, that sounds familiar to me. (laughs) So, um, what are just a few pieces that can either just freshen up or a an entire wardrobe or, um, you know, if you only want to buy or have, you know, can buy a few items, yeah. like what would those items be? Um, so, I mean, I feel like it will depend on your style archetype, maybe what colors or patterns mm-hmm. or the silhouette that you buy them in. I do feel that a wrap dress looks good on everyone. I love <laughs> there's a reason DBS. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason DBF was like as successful as she was back in the day because, um, it really does work with everything and it can work from day to night. Like you can do so many things with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like modified wrap dresses because you're not wrapping yourself. I remember like my mom was like, you recommend wrap dresses all the time. And I'm like scared. She's like, I think was basically scared. She'd like flash people like come untied or something. I'm like, did you have something happen in her youth? Um, With that, like, I wonder, but I, you know, I think that's, always a concern people have with wrap dresses but when I say wrap dress it doesn't have to be specifically a wrap one but I like the modified wrap where it's actually sewn in a little bit more so it's like automatically creates like for me what I like as a silhouette on myself um and you really have to find like the brands you like too because they'll tend to have like the silhouettes that if you find one brand you like their silhouettes you'll probably like a lot of their other clothing Mm -hmm. um in it 
So wrap dress would be like one I call like sometimes we'll say you need like a neutral color dress and then like a color confidence dress. I have both of those in Mm -hmm. wrap dresses and I also have two different colors because you know you should see my closet it's probably a little more expensive (laughs) I'm like you know you need sometimes but you know I love I love wrap dresses like that's like one of my signature pieces um I also think a really well tailored jean is Mm. great I prefer something that's a little bit more um not a skinny jean per se because and those have also like a little more trendy I know like wider legs are popular I like something that's it's not boot cut but like a little slimmer than that Mm -hmm. Um, every brand calls it something different (laughs) so I can't like but I think like for me it's like really what's um I I think I have larger calves than the average person um for even my size so um it's for like all those years of like spin classes (laughs) or something but Um, I love soul cycle too much. Um, but for me, I like something that like is, um, like, like, how do I describe this? Cause I could like visually show you, but basically like the largest part of my calf, I like just like taking that down Mm -hmm. with my, um, with like the bottom of my jean. So does that make sense? I think so. I think so. It's hard to do it like without visually showing things sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like for me, that's like how I like it tapered. I don't like it wider than my calf. Like, so it's kind of like almost like skinnyish around my calf. And sure. like, I find that that's like my favorite thing. I like it in like a dark, um, I think not your daughter's jeans calls theirs like an enzyme wash. Um, and I really, I love like a good dark blue jean, I think is timeless and can even work if you're going to work, unless you're like a lawyer, they tend to be a little more like right. formal. Right, right. Um, but many offices, I do live in SoCal now. So I, I would guess that they're not all looking like Harvey Specter every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then I also like, I love having some sort of like fun legging that you can throw on, like that is kind of a replacement for yoga pants. So there's a company called Lise, L-Y-S-S-E with like a little accent on top of it. Their right. leggings are probably, like, more than if you, like, went to Target and got them. Um, you can also really get good sales on, like, Nordstrom Rack or Nordstrom.com yeah. <laughs> a lot of times. Uh-huh. And um, I have gotten some, like, really awesome leggings from them. They have – I saw ones recently that were, like, leather leggings. To me, that was, like, one of my first really edgy pieces I got when I, like, started stepping into my style a few years ago, like – that full wow. like joy part of it. Uh-huh. Um, now it's like something I don't even think I just like throw on because it's like my version of yoga pants probably. <laughs> um, and so I think like a really great like legging is awesome. Um, I also really like graphic tees are a little bit more of a trend right now, but it's something that I have had graphic tees since like college that I still wear yeah. and I layer it under a blazer. Right awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you know, like a great, like, you know, graphic tee that's like, you know, works for you and your style, I think is great. Um, also, I like having some sort of like shell um, type um, sleeveless top that you can like easily throw underneath a jacket or a blazer or a sweater, whatever you have um, mm-hmm. that, you know, I like having a pattern and a neutral I also, for me, I always recommend a well-tailored blazer, like a little collarless. Right now, um, cape blazers are really like a cool thing, and capes have been in the fashion trends thing for a while now. I think mm-hmm. they might kind of, I don't know. I think like as this whole like you know women's equality. Um, I don't want to say thing because that minimizes it, but right. you know, yeah. as we're really like oh, many of us, women, uh, us women, um, and many women are being activated probably for the first time in their lives. Like, I think there's a little bit more of like stepping into that queen mode. So I'm mm-hmm. interested to see like how capes will be, but you know, that's a little bit more trendy. If you can just get like a collarless blazer that's like tailored well to your body, um, I. I'm a big fan of that. I would suggest like a color and a neutral. That's kind of like what I always suggest for each item. You have like a pop of color and then like a neutral. And then, you know, instead of a color, sometimes you can do a pattern or you can do a neutral pattern and a color. It really mm-hmm. just depends on like yeah. how, 
how much you want to invest in it. Um, but I think you can never go wrong with like a neutral and a color. And then you can always add more patterns and pops with like, you know, a pattern flat or, you know, fun jewelry, or even like, I'm a big fan. Anyone who goes and looks on my Instagram again, like will also see, I love like, you know, a hot pink lip. And so sometimes if I'm wearing like today, I'm wearing a Navy drape dress, um, from Eloquy, which is one of my favorite brands. And it's like, army green and I have like a hot pink lip like that's how I was brightening it up a little bit today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I feel like we often underestimate how much our jewelry and accessories and hair and makeup can actually play into our style but it's really part of that whole style package too um, so I'm a big fan of like you know investing in key pieces like a good dress a good blazer nice pair of jeans um and then having, like, for me, it's really important to have good shoes. I'm a big fan of L.K. Bennett, which is preferred shoe of Kate Middleton. I remember that's how they <laughs> sold me on it at first oh, really? years ago. Yeah. Um, if you look up the brand, they're based in the U.K. I was just in London last summer and got to shop in some of their stores. I went a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, their shoes are shoes that I can last all day in. I also really like Cole Haan. I have, those are the flats I have on today, and they're like a snakeskin print. Um, so people kind of have an idea of what I'm wearing right now, I guess. But um, I like those because that's like how I'll kind of, you know, yeah. add a little shoe pop when I'm um, wanting it. I used to like try to do leopard and it just like, I never found anything to wear it with. And I think I always like thought that was part of my glam mode, but I'm like, when I wear leopard, I wear a leopard print wrap dress. Actually, <laughs> that's like the one I always will wear. Um So I think sometimes it's about experimenting for yourself too. So like, that's why if you're like not 100% certain something feels right and you're kind of dabbling in that area, I wouldn't recommend going and spending like a thousand dollars or whatever. Like you can go and find, find things from Nordstrom Rack. Um, A lot of like those um, like kind of outlet type versions of good department stores, I think are really great to look at. Um, And even now, like, a lot of there's like thread up where you can find like, you know, lightly used um, designer clothing. Like there's so many different places that like, even if you do want an item, you can still spend a little bit of money, but you don't have like the full commitment of like spending all that money in a store. Mm-hmm. Um, like even myself, um, I recently bought my first Chanel flap. <laughs> so this might be like a stretch for so many people right now too to spend that amount of money. But for seven years, I have said, I am going to buy a Chanel bag. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I kind of called it my success bag. And I still call it my success bag. Yeah. And even when I had the money, I wouldn't go and spend it on a Chanel bag. I, there's been so many times where it's like, I almost bought it and I didn't. And I was recently at, it was actually the event I was nervous to go to at first. And like, I got grounded and went in and I had been looking at Chanel bags recently after we move and... I, um, this, the company's called, um, what is is it? Luxury garage sale. Mm -hmm. And, um, they have a lot of like, like a lot of the women, they like buy it from their closet. They've like bought the bags new and that's like not used at all. And I, I bought a Chanel bag from there and it's like scary for me to talk about sometimes because I like tiptoed around ever so long. (laughs) But yeah, for me, it was like, for me, it was had always represented like a success bag, but I was like, you know, what is success too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first thing I had to redefine for myself in the last so many years. And I was like, I actually really want a great quilted purse and I'm willing to pay. I mean, it's not what you would spend in a story. It was like an amazing price. So that helped. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was something that, I was very clear, went with my style. So that's something that like I, that was probably my biggest splurge in the last so many years was getting more of a designer purse. Um, I I like Kate Spade. Like to me, sometimes that's like (laughs) expensive enough, but I have like figured like I've probably worn it like every day for the last couple of weeks since I got it. Um, And every time I look at it, like it actually, like I don't want to attach like, you know, my self-worth to clothing pieces, but like, 
you know, I'm like, you know, if I'm ever feeling down, I may look at this bag and be like, I am successful. <laughs> I, no, I, I think that's <laughs> Just great. really feel into it. Yeah, yeah. Like as long as I'm not like, depending on the bag for like my self-worth, like that's a different thing. Right. But it's something that to me, like, I was like, well, what is success? Like, I already feel successful. I'm following my heart in my life and in my business. And I just moved across the country after like two really interesting years of living in a place that didn't work for me that I had bought a house in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know, like I keep listening to myself. I keep listening to what I desire. And so like, I kind of stopped help holding myself back in that, that area too. Cause like, even I have my, <laughs> my areas of, um, of, I don't, I don't like the word improvement, but like my areas that stretch me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Of growth. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, well, I love this. I know I have, I've taken a bazillion notes just for myself and I hope that Great. all of the <laughs> listeners here, um, will, you know, definitely learn something and then hopefully they'll go and take your style quiz so that, yes. um, yeah, they can kind of start getting a sense of their style. And I think that will just kind of help to breathe the confidence and what you're wearing, like whether it's like to work or on a date. And, um, yeah, and I, I love that. So, um, just a couple of questions before I let you go. So where can, um, my listeners find you to get the quiz and just, um, connect with you and all yes. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So basically across every social media platform, you can find me at exo crystal cave. Okay. I'm not a huge Twitter follower. I love Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, um, okay. on my fan page. It's just crystal cave. Um, and then my, my main website is exo crystal cave.com. So pretty awesome. much consistent across the brand Love it um, on purpose. So yeah, and those um, will all be in the show notes for everyone yeah. listening. Um, and my last question that I ask all of my guests is what is yes. your favorite way to treat yourself? Oh, so my biggest way to treat myself is blowouts. It's really, really? like, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, I actually for years had like really bad dandruff. <laughs> and uh-huh. so it's actually like the one way that like either I spend the extra time to do my hair or I go to dry bar and get it done. I have a dry bar membership, but that's like my one, like that's I, so that awesome. like instantly changes my whole week. I swear. Have you, do you ever watch, um, uh, new girl on Netflix? Well, I'm sure it's on other, on regular TV too. Um, yeah, it's on Fox, I think. Yes. So, um, I used to watch it. Okay. So hair. there's an ep- episode where, <laughs> Um, Zoe Deschanel and whoever her friend's name is, um, go get, well, they get their hair done and so then they get a blow it up okay. for the haircut yeah. and like all day they just like, they have to make the most of it because they feel amazing because yeah. they got their hair blown out and it's just, it's so funny, but it's so true because yeah. I have to like, if I'm getting my, I don't get my hair blown up, but like if I get my hair cut, I'll definitely get it blown out and yeah. I always have to do it like around when I'm going to do something awesome because I just want to feel like awesome and amazing. And <laughs> even if it's just like a date night with CV or something. Um, so I, I love that. That's, I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, it's like something, even my coach, I had her coach me around because I honestly was like a little like, Oh my gosh, do I really want to get blowouts all the time? Cause I was getting shame from other people. And I'm like, no, like, I, it makes my head feel better. First of all, I'm not itching it all the time. And it like, uh-huh. it just makes me feel amazing. And it's like, you know, even I have actually figured out how to have a blowout last like 10 days. So oh, wow. <laughs> I should probably do a video about this, but yeah, I, definitely. <laughs> I honestly, like, I think it's like such therapy and like, I have very thick hair and our hair, like, I mean, it literally like goes all over our head. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it's like such a, <laughs> Yeah. an easy way that we can instantly uplift our mood and I can at least uplift my mood. So yeah. I, I like have no shame at this point. <laughs> like all yeah. the blowouts. I no, like kidding. No shame here. I love yeah. that. It's going to inspire me to get my hair cut because I'm definitely overdue. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank you so oh, much. For, oh yeah. I have to say, okay. If you go to drybar.com, they will show you how oh. to get their blowouts at home. And oh, really? they show you like how to do different things. So I've actually shared that with a bunch of people because I think it's like the most genius thing of like recreating the blowout experience for yourself. Oh, awesome. You don't have to go to a dry bar. Um, 
I, that's something that people always ask me is about my hair. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, actually go to dry bar. So if anybody's wondering how to like recreate it for yourself, if you don't like have a dry bar, have a place you like to go, definitely go drybar.com. They have all these videos. Awesome. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you think. (laughs) Yeah, I will definitely do that. All right. Well, thank you again for coming onto the show today. I know this was such a good episode and just, you have so much to to share. And um, I think people listening will get a lot of inspiration to um, think a little bit differently around what they wear and their style. Um, I think something that's overlooked as just being like something that's superficial. And I really appreciate you coming on to share that it doesn't have to be superficial. Yeah, it was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. I loved like talking about everything around style. And um, if anybody has any questions, I'm here. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you for listening to Date Yourself Radio. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive free coaching with me in an upcoming episode or submit your question. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe to it in iTunes. I would also be so grateful if you left a review since that helps me share the power of dating yourself with more women. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be a part of my community at veronicagrant.com. Until next week, here's to treating yourself the way you want to be treated. Much love and happy dating. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.